Oh, it won't, doesn't, it's not working. Oh, it, oh, it's working! Hooray. Nick? Yes? What did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I don't know. <laughs> what did the mountain say when he went to the beach? I'm not sure, but he rode there. That's quite a good... That's from my friend Greg. Is he still your friend? Yeah, I went to school with Greg. Will he be attending a wedding? He shall be, yes. Good. This is episode number 84. 84 of Rum Doings. And the topic today is... I haven't said my catchphrase for the last two episodes. How we preserve our nation's milkmen. That's correct. Yes. Nick, I want some of that booze now. Okay, well, we, today we have Gregory, who's my brother. And yeah, going to drink Gregory himself. And his wife, who isn't. Um, brought back a collection of different Bacardis, all flavoured with different things. You being boring, rather than say... You're being boring. No, you, comma, boring, oh, comma, chose... You think citrus is the boring? citrus, rather than, say, the watermelon flavoured. But I guess that's a picture of your mind that everyone now has. <laughs> and it's a dull one painted with magnolia. I, I just citrus. talked over. I just talked over the seal breaking. It's good. It sniff. I can see it from the glass. Mmm... It smells like an aftershave, but a good one. Yes. An aftershave, you know, you smell smells like citrusy shampoo. I would like to taste that, but I'm not allowed to taste <laughs> That's the shampoo. Right. Yes. You actually get to drink the shampoo. I want, have, when was the last time you couldn't resist the temptation to taste something that you knew was... Well, I was quite young, I think, when I really? smelled That's some delicious time. soap. And have you ever put soap in your mouth? Yes, of course. And you don't do that often. It tastes of bad electricity. The most recent time... I did it. It was about a year ago. Because <laughs> what, what Waitro- Waitrose cinnamon shower gel. Right. It just. I thought. I know it's going to taste of soap, mm-hmm. but it, sh- it smells so amazing. Surely it's also going to taste. No, it just tastes of soap. Did you know that cinnamon breaks the rules? Because you know cinnamon is good and nice. Yes. And maybe even feels a little bit naughty sometimes. But it's not bad for but you. But it's actually very good for you and is an insulin mimicker, so it helps to shunt sugars into mm. the parts of your muscles that need them rather into your fat cells. And it does lots of other things as well. So cinnamon is actually very good. And if you sprinkle it on your things that would otherwise be naughty, it helps them be slightly nice naughty. Nick, here's yes. to cinnamon. Let's, let's, let's chink our cups, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Or citrus in this thing. Oh, that's absolutely disgusting. It is drinking aftershave. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure they're not aftershaves? <laughs> Are you sure it's not a Bacardi beach aftershave range? That smells nice. Let me see the box. <laughs> it says get... What does it say? Get what? Get delicious. Yes. It's a full flavour. Totally true that has a full You flavor. do need to mix it with things, though. We are drinking... Clearly, yeah, we are drinking... Nobody has ever drunk... Bacardi neat before. He was <laughs> I was about to read and drink at the same time. Don't read and drink. <coughs> Here are six recipes to get you started. Now grab a glass and start experimenting. Don't forget the ice. Start experimenting. Okay, I'm going to give you the recipe we should have had with this. Okay. Don't forget the ice. Well, we did forget the ice. We did. We started off wrong. Mm. Um, well, we started off wrong. It's sure it's an adverb to our starting. Sure, hang on, which one did we have? Is it citrus. citrus? You mean limon? Citrus. Limon. No, citrus. Bacardi limon, TM. Mm-hmm. Uh, one part Bacardi limon, TM. Mm-hmm. Bacardi registered trademark, limon, TM. Good, otherwise I might start using it as a common noun and then the end of the universe will happen. Exactly. Four parts tonic. Mm-hmm. Pour over ingredients, pour ingredients over ice in glass, garnished with lime wedge. That was the recipe. It's a complicated Bacardi recipe. and 
and tonic. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> okay, here's the one for the Raz. Mm-hmm. Bacardi, r- Raz, Tum, and Sprite. R- mm-hmm. That's are they right. owned by the same? Is oh, Bacardi owned by. Who owns Sprite? Is it Coke or Pepsi? One of them. Can't remember. Who cares? Well, it's all the same. It's all evil. Yes. Um, one part Bacardi, Raz, four parts Sprite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pour ingredients over ice, garnished with raspberry. The garnishes <laughs> change. These recipes are amazing. I bet you the watermelon recipe will gar- ooh, say garnish ooh. with melon. Oh, here we go. Bacardi, r- Grand Melon, mm-hmm. and Grapefruit. They haven't managed to gain any right over the word grapefruit. No. Um, Only a matter of time. One part Bacardi, Grand Melon, tum, four mm. parts grapefruit juice. Uh-huh. Garnish with grapefruit. Pour over ice. Garnish with fresh watermelon. I said it would be watermelon. I win. I win everything. Can you guess what you garnish the apple sour one with? Yes, tomatoes, or as we should now call them, from par fingers. fingers, That's it. Bacardi and the Bat Device Mm -hmm. are registered trademarks of Bacardi and Company Limited. All Bat Devices are registered. (laughs) Batman. Batman is registered to Bacardi. There it is. Look, now your eyes have seen a registered trademark. Oh, that bat. That Can we try a nicer one? No. We'll try it next week. So. (coughs) You are rubbish. Have you started watching Mad Men yet? No. Why not? Because I haven't watched anything for days. Why? Because I've been moving house. That was last week. Oh yes, it'll take right. you a week to move. I've out. forgotten that time has passed. It'll take you a week to move. I'm out. no good at them. Are you, are you still living off boxes? Yes. Even though a week has gone by, I am still in the boxes. Mm. Dexter is much better at the cat flap now, I imagine. God. <laughs> do you think I've done? Do you think I've covered it up? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Shall we, shall we ban all printers? I'm doing this coming July. Shall we ban all printers? No, I need them. We just need to make them stop and start again. Let's ban them all. No, just want. I'm just. No, what would happen to in throw the them world? all away and start again what from scratch? Ha- what would happen in the world if all printers were banned? Uh, well, maybe like a few underground printers, but what would happen if all printers were banned? <laughs> what am I doing? I can't stop thinking this. It's too much fun. Bad is. What would happen if all printers were banned? I wouldn't be able to print out useful information. Like what? Um, the order of service for my wedding. You don't need which to. Which hopefully I've done by now. You, you don't need to. You can just project <laughs> it onto a screen. No, but people... You know, you, because you, we're using the screen for other things during the service. You have two screens. <laughs> you can't have two screens. There's only one screen. So you'd rather kill yes. 80 trees. 80 trees. That's how many it would be. That, then, rather than superimposing so something... Thousand else, people are coming rather to than superimpose something on a screen. No, we actually, when you think about it... These days, we've, we've come to say, well, we no longer need printers. I think I'm basically going to ban them. Would you agree with that? Oh, stop with the drinking now. No, here's another reason not to ban them. Better be a good one. It's all gone now, I can't drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Telegraph crossword. Mm-hmm. I subscribe to the Telegraph crossword, just the crosswordy bit, so I, don't have to buy, so I don't have to buy the horrible newspaper. It's a good newspaper. It's not, though, is it? It's in some amazing investigative journalism. Yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's a good newspaper that happens um, to have too many Tories reading it, but it's a good newspaper. I don't, well, I don't know. It's still got some real dodge going on in there, but... Um, it not make the squishy-scratchy. It'll upset people. Yeah. Um, 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 so, yes, yeah, so I subscribe to the, the yeah. crossword and then print it out rather than buy the one off the paper. That's illegal. 
No, it's the law. Well, why don't you just have it's the crossword thing, on your touch screen? Uh, because there's no the telegraph crossword. The telegraph app for the iPod is hilarious. Exactly. And bad. But it's it, like it was done exactly. by a telegraph reader. But if it were good, my parents read the telegraph. Yes, but if it were good, mm-hmm. oh, if it were good, then, then yeah. And that's generally the case with everything. Okay, no, if, if it were good, it wouldn't need to be on paper. What about when you need to print directions when you're driving somewhere? Oh yeah, I remember that. You read, them, you read them in the glove compartment, do you, with a little light. That's what I do. My mother's still with her sat now. She doesn't trust, and she still makes us print out everything, <laughs> just in case. Just in case what I don't know, but there you are. In case her sat now self destructs. So that can happen. So Nick, because it's the f- first or no eighth or ninth of September today. Yes. I'm doing really well. Yes. Um, I'm wondering. In two weeks from today or tomorrow or the day after, mm-hmm. I'm getting married. Yes. Well, it's on a Saturday, so it's... Are you worried about that? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not worried about that yet. Um, but what I'm wondering is, when are we going to record what I'm doing? For the, are we going to do any more before I get married? Is this the last one, and then we're we going to have will, a month off? What's no, going we, will, we will record before we get married. So you're going to come to the new bath studio? Yeah. Okay. But also, surely there needs to be some recording during the honeymoon? Well, no, obviously not. Why? Because you're not going to be there, Nick. Really? <laughs> sorry, I didn't know how to bring this up before. I'm sorry. Is it right to bring that sort of thing up <laughs> on air? I just, it just felt the safest way to tell you. I don't need to be there with, with my special lights and, <laughs> and, 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 and the little bats like they have at airports to bring you in. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to do that? <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is put little like, lights. Run away lights. Maybe you'll need the. No, you know. Come on, that's very old fashioned. What you actually need is. Basically, no, transmits a microphone. You need an instrument landing system. Yes, you need that's what I did. A radio cone emitting. Okay. So when you're on the glide slope, yes. pull up, pull up. Too low, too low. And then just before you come to land, you need to glide to. Retard, retard, as the Airbus says. Uh-huh. And then, then a gentle. But will you will you be doing an auto land category three? <laughs> is she, does she have category three B auto land capability, or will you have to do a manual landing, even if it's a bit foggy down there? <laughs> because if it is a bit foggy down there and she doesn't have cat three B, you're uh-huh. going to have to go to your alternate. That's true. <laughs> I've got that all lined up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You have the altars. Well, that's what the bridesmaids are there for, aren't they? You know, it's a bit foggy, <laughs> and we find out that Laura doesn't have Cat 3B auto land capability. Yes. I'm afraid before my fuel runs out, uh-huh. I'll circle around her <laughs> for half an hour, and then I will proceed to Cat or whatever. Uh-huh. Yes. Who's my altar? Cat. I assume that you have a bridesmaid called Cat. No, that's your sister, isn't it? You can't. She, she, can't, be, she can't be one of your alternates. I would prefer, I would prefer if she would. I'm afraid the runway is not compatible. I just don't fancy her. No, that's yeah. very nasty. I know. Nasty thing to say about your sister. I'm sorry. It is, it is lucky that that sort of genetic thing happens, isn't it? Because can you imagine if people did fancy their sister? Well, some people do. They do, but enough don't, fortunately. Have I previously told the story? No. Have I not? That's no. Good. I once convinced someone at a party that another friend of theirs had had sex with his sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, without trying. I was, I'd just been listening to a documentary on Lord Byron. Just a second. Yes. Just one second. Just, we've had one. You have criticised a colleague of mine 
for making up nasty stories for the hell of it, which could embarrass people in the end. And you've made up a far worse story about incest, and you think you're Jesus. I do. Listen to the story. Interesting. I thought I... Consider the lily. I just... I just... Consider the thing To a documentary on Lord Byron. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about this at this party because that's his club it was, mm-hmm. about how he fell in love with his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but I referred to him as Byron, not Lord Byron. And of course, the person I was talking to, to whom I was talking, regularly works with someone called Simon Byron, who people just refer to by his last name. Whom people refer to. So he, at the end of, I'm too drunk on that sip of rum. So he, at the end of this conversation, without my knowing it at all, fully believed that his friend Simon Byron had sex with his sister. While well, I'd been talking about someone else entirely. Did you know Byron has sex with, had sex with his sister and really liked it? And you said something like that. Mm-hmm. And do you know what he said? What? Well, his sister is pretty hot. <laughs> That's what his reply was. And that's when I realised something was wrong. Well, why, why is incest considered wrong? I think it's genetically unhelpful, isn't it? So it's a kind of a mammalian thing, I would Indeed. But apparently, people who have incestual relationships that provide children... Mm-hmm have no more birth problems or birth defects yeah, than women who, are, women who are over the age of 40 who have children. Right. So is it just as disgusting for women who are over the age of 40 to have children? It's interesting that uh, apparently it's massively exaggerated the problems yeah. of, of but what happens? And babies. what happens if they use birth control and or sterilise? Is that okay then? It's weird, isn't it? My, my gut instinct says no, it's not okay. My gut instinct says no, it's not okay either. But I can't really but justify then, that. But then is that any better than saying... I mean, I know people always say, oh, you'll be saying your pedo's all right next, but it is different because, mm-hmm. you know, two consensual gays, they are two consensual yeah. adults. Gays are allowed to, so why aren't they? It's a funny one, isn't it? Why aren't they? And, and you might say, well, actually, it's unhealthy and it's correlated with unhealthy outcomes, but so does homosexual sex, and yet we still allow it to happen. So I'm afraid you're going to have to legalise incest. Okay, done. All done. You're still going to have sex with your sister, though, because she... I don't, don't fancy, fancy her. her. Exactly. So, yeah. There you go. You obviously, do you notice that before that, that was my logic, I was not prejudiced against incest before no. at this point. No, but I mean, going by liberal mores, one has to allow it, really. I mean, it's done, it's allowed, it's, 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 it's happened. <sighs> all, all those people who are listening who have been feeling bad about themselves now mm-hmm. feel good that they can have those feelings about their siblings. They snobbed a cousin, it's fine. Mm. It's absolutely fine. It's all right. Yeah. I think, of course, it's fine to snob a cousin. I don't get that. Maybe you don't want to, you know... Mm. It's just a bit... It's, I tell you what, with the good, though, save on presents, they're like family gatherings and so on. Mm-hmm. If you keep it in the family, you have m- many fewer relatives. Well, apparently, apparently the, um, the incest repulsion kicks in a lot when people have grown up together in communal environments. Like, apparently, people who grew up in kibbutz environments who weren't related to one another mm-hmm. never fancied one another because the, um, the incest instinct kicks in and they, and they have to then get people from outside oh, that's the kibbutz otherwise they, they won't you know they don't fancy they, they, they get the kind of the sibling relationship with them even though they're not siblings it's a lot harder for vampires mm. like um, in the latest series of True Blood poor Bill realised that the girl he fancied was his great 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 granddaughter or something I think by that stage it's so genetically he refused he refused at that point but this excuse me that is kind of your excuse though, thank you yeah. um and also the other problem that Drew Blood's raised is that what if you're a very niche uh, community, like for instance, werepanthers. Very, very few werepanthers around. Mm-hmm. The only way you can create new werepanthers is for two pure breed werepanthers to have children. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's not 
trans- not transmitted like aware panther. Aware panther is already um, uh, chimera, so you can't say pure breed. They already are an impure. That's an nation. interesting argument, uh, but you have to have you have to have been born were panther mm-hmm. and mate. So of course, what's happened? So this family of were panthers oh, well, no, massively inbred. That can't be correct. How does how was the first werepanther? They had, well, a werewolf and a panther clearly had sex once. Well, no, the, 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 the problem is... And if, I don't think that's right. Man, well, listen, how, how, tell can, you, I can how, tell can, you how can a panther give consent? I mean, the werewolf I'll is... Tell you, I'll tell you if you listen. Mm. The, the, in this particular storyline, the, the family of werepanthers is massively inbred because they've all been breeding with their own sis, brothers and sisters in order to continue the line. Um, but they have with it, so their history is not exactly trustworthy. No. Um, but their understanding... Is yeah. that there was they have a fair, basically they have a folklore fairy tale to justify their coming into existence, right? So yes, it's, 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 we don't know at this stage. It's very problematic. That is problematic, but I think it's a do you a, think a werewolf a werewolf should just go and rape a new panther? Okay, I mean that will solve it. I don't know. Well, I don't know whether lycanthropy is directly related to whatever the correct term for panth- lycanthropy. Mm. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh-huh. Oh, will Laura continue to be a scientist? Of course she will. But, uh, but is she going to become a doctor? No. She oh, no. oh no, she's not looking to do a PhD yet. She may. No, she, no, no. she needs to be Dr. Laura. She just re- recently was cited in a paper as Dr. Laura. And did she correct it? I, 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 she only just found out. I hope she's not going to correct it because no. it's much better. It is. Also, she got cited in a paper. That's very cool. In what journal? The Journal of Rubbish Citations. That's <laughs> right. It was the International J-R-C. The really rubbish science papers based on ones by idiots. Yes. I believe it's called. Um, she, well, she's already been published in Nature. And a Particles. Yes. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Yes, well... And she's about to be lead author on a paper as well. Oh, yes. Nicholas. God, you've married Victoria's somebody... Victoria's never been lead author on a paper, eh? God, you've married somebody who's always going to be poor. <laughs> oh, yes. Fortunately, I'm rolling in cash. What with all your TV games? With my wealth of, of running a tiny business. How is your rock papers shop going? I'm not going to discuss my financial matters in public. I can ask financial. It shows you how you reduce everything it's to that, money. It is, it's only about money. It's the only reason I do it is for the money. Are you sick of it yet? No. Why not? Um, because I get to play video games and write about them and I pay person, myself money. Have you got a new person? Um, I don't know by the time this goes out. You probably do. So you don't know whether you've got a new person writing for you? No, I don't. Are you, do you hope you will? Yes, Are very you going much to boss so. them about and force them to B- make you bullying, tea? Bullying, essentially. Yes, it's going to be quite difficult for them to make us tea, bearing in mind we live in three different areas and places. Well, they'll just have to be very quick. They'll have to zoom around the country yes. making us tea. From I'll Brighton... Like, you forgot my sugar, you'll have to go back again. That's right. That's pretty much how it will work. We're going to just essentially bully them, make them write about the games we can't be bothered. Skivvies. Yes. Yeah, that sort of thing. Send them out for the black and white stripy paint. <laughs> <laughs> what, what game can't you be bothered to write about? Oh, anything with stars in it. I can't be anything in space. Good grief, how boring. A space game. So you don't like Star Glider then? I don't like any 4X games. 4X? And that's what they're called. Why? Exploration X. Extraterrestrial. like Alien. Experience X-ray guns. X-ray guns. That's the one. You didn't like Elite. No, 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 no. Space shopping. That's what I call those games. What's the next big thing for games? <laughs> do you want to know? I do because I'm hoping one day something will catch my attention. Well, the big- that doesn't bore me to death. The biggest thing for games already came out. Beat for I PC don't, already don't came tell out, me to play for free or whatever. I'm not interested in the no. mechanism of how they make their money, or otherwise I'm interested in the game. Don't be crossing me through a thing I didn't and wasn't I'll planning to do. Dare. 
Deus Ex Human Revolution has come out already. And that I hear was... this Deus Ex for the last 28 years. But it's been, it's been eight or nine years since there were one. Hmm. What's so good about it? Uh, it's well made, it's fun, it's intelligent. Why? Because it's just a game with some thought behind it. That doesn't tell it's me. It's a rare treat. Oh, it's okay. This, the Deus Ex Human Revolution is a prequel to the original Deus Ex. It's set in I will 20, enjoy it because the late 2020s, and it's about transhumanism and like the. No, it's not like anymore. It's based in. It's, it's about transhumanism and the consequences on the on the, um, the moral <coughs> on society and the the split between the rich and the poor in society. When transhumanism comes in, is what it's about. Which is an interesting topic to explore. I wish it had gone a bit further in exploring it because well, I know. A book about what, it. Well, no, you could, but that's the point, and that's why they didn't, because the guys, who, the people who made the game, uh, the lead so writer... We need to dumb it down, so it's a game, we should be... No, 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 bang, bang, bang. You don't have to, I didn't, I didn't fire a single, I didn't fire a single gun the whole way through the game. Are you hearing me? I didn't fire a single gun the whole game. So used an axe instead. I didn't, I didn't kill a single person. I could have murdered everyone in the whole game, I could have fired many guns, and rocket launches and all sorts, but I didn't. That's how much freedom the game gives you, except for the stupid boss fight. Yeah, you're just a pacifist, aren't you? Mm. No. No, you're not. But I don't see the point in murdering someone just because they work in the place where I'm trying to steal something from. Right. Seems a little, you know, unnecessary. A, a, a little, as in little? A little. Little the supermarket chain. Right. I don't want much for my supermarkets, Nick. I no. just want shelves. That's all I'm after. Shelves. Shelves. That's, that's the bare minimum for and me. And... And the lack of a stench of despair. <laughs> That's right. That's all. I want. I want a supermarket that doesn't have an eight chromosomes or less aisle. And they will say less. Yes, indeed, of course, yeah. unquestionably. It does make me cross when Sainsbury's has all less. Marks and Spencer's doesn't. Does it not? And I think Waitrose has fewer Waitrose as well. Fine, yes, which is much I better. Knows where. Apparently, Booths is very good up north. Oh it's yes, owned by a family. Our microphone has sagged quite sadly, hasn't it? Let's give it some. No, it makes so much noise, don't we? Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody has suggested that we be in stereo, but I don't think we should be in stereo because I think it's cosier when you're not in stereo and you don't have to then worry about the balance and all that. Oh, I wouldn't. If if it took any effort on my part, then no. But if I quite like it when you have one person in one ear, one in the other, not completely, but just ever one shunted left, one shunted right. But what if we sit in different positions? Well, like, like, what if, I'm in your if I have to sit there and balance the mix and, that, and then box to that, it's just too much effort as it is. No, I think we're the only podcast in the world with two people who live apart who don't use Skype. I think that's amazing. Uh, Skype, you can't trust Skype, can you? No, and also it's, it's, it dehumanises the podcast, don't you think? I've of course. Podcast the Skype that I mean, right, anything other than right now I'm looking at the screen mm-hmm. to do something and I already feel like we're not communicating properly. We're disjointed. Fish. So it, eye contact is important, I think. Or just at least the other person's facial expression. Well, let's see how long we can keep eye contact. No, I don't want it. It's too bad. I won. I won. You looked away. And you actually did go a bit red, funny enough, around the eyes. No, I'm, I've, got, I've been rubbing my eyes. Why have you been doing that? Because I'm so tired. Why? Because I, I haven't slept ago. since the last week's episode. I'm told that you should sleep about seven or eight hours a night, but I only sleep six. So Do you really? Mm. I thought you slept... Well, that's because you've got a baby. No, generally, my body, as I've said before, my body won't let me sleep more than about six hours a night. But apparently if you sleep more than seven or eight hours a night, you die much younger. Yes, yes. Mm. I slept nine hours uh, Couldn't do that. last night a week ago. Couldn't do that. No, I very, it's very unusual for me to be able to do that. Normally I sleep six to seven, but... Mm. I do enjoy having it. I don't. I, the baby. I, oh, the baby, not yeah. the sleep. 
you know, because people do go on about how awful and terrible they are and how much trouble, but uh, it's, it's fine, it's not that difficult. Most people don't say how awful and they terrible do, no, they do, no, they do go on a bit. They go on about lack of sleep. That's no, not that bad. Maybe you got lucky. No, because she is, she doesn't sleep very well, but it's still not that bad. People, people, if you're out there thinking of having a baby, have one, don't have two, I think that's when hell happens. When you have two, two under the age of three is so. What four. You're suggesting that if you have twins, you should just have one of them killed. Yeah. Put obviously. down in the womb or after they're born. It's easy, easier afterwards because then you, it's not such a matter of a mess. You don't need a vacuum. I prefer after wood sing, singular than afterwards. There's only afterward. one afterward. Also forward, backward, more singular, please. I think afterwards would have probably been the genitive at some stage of the afterward. Right. Yes, that's what happens, like, toward... I'd toward. say interesting, but it, it, it isn't. It is. Like, whilst used to be the genitive of while, but it isn't now. People should stop saying whilst. Americans don't, they get very confused, and they think we're being all twee. <laughs> like spelling shop shoppy. I don't like people who spell shop shoppy and think that it's cute. I'm distracted, Nick, by editing the last episode that went up a week ago. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you find that you made him say you shouldn't have called him a hmm? Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Shouldn't have read that joke out about Mohammed, probably. Well, that's why you were killed. That's right. That's why, I'm sadly, this episode is being recorded in my memory. <laughs> it is. I always put your name first in the contributing artist, because I'm polite. You are polite, but... And, and also, I contribute more than you do. That's not necessarily you true, though, I am prettier. No. no, you spend most of the time drinking and typing. That's right. Most of, the, most of each episode I spend doing mm. that. Never done it before. It's quite exciting. I'm living on the edge. Where are you going for your honeymoon? Chicago. What are you doing there? I don't like it when people keep it a secret. Oh, we're not saying. Well, in case we're all going to follow you, we're all going off to Gibraltar because you're going there. We are. Ridiculous. No, where is it? Are you going to Gibraltar? Yeah. So you're going to Chicago for how long? I, I like that I always put the, po- the genre as podcast as well. I think it's a good name for a so, genre. So you're going to Chicago for how long? Uh, for ten days. And will you be doing anything special? You'll be having pulled pork? Yes, we shall. And also red beans and rice. Oh, I've missed red beans and rice. That doesn't sound appropriate. Just red beans and rice. What big deal? Some rice with some red beans and what's so special? It's cooked in pork. Mmm. And tell me what's Did so you special? giggle at pork? Tell me what's so special about Chicago then. Well, it's the only place I've ever been on earth where I've understood um I do like it. When I've understood kind of not patriotism, but that idea of po- civic pride. Being at home. Mm. I guess civic. Is the only time I've they ever... do have a certain civic pride there. I like Bath, and it's a nice place to live. And it's but only nice. And it's good. yes. It, well, it's not. It's not again. It, it's a British city. We I know we've gone on about this before. It's a British city, and therefore it's not designed for humans to live in. No. Um, why hasn't that worked, Nick? Just leave it now, please. Oh, oh! Leave I was it. going to be so efficient. Well, you mustn't. Leave you were going it. to be so proud of me. I will never be proud of you <laughs> until you write for The Economist. Why don't you become The Economist's game reviewer? That's it. It's not... Uh, it sense. See, this is what happens when I just leave... If I don't do Phil... All right, yeah. I'm not going to do filling for you now. I'm going to leave you and this is what it'll sound... So I'll tell you about Chicago. Right, there you go. I'm not filling. <laughs> I, I love it. It's, it's like... It's a city designed for people to live in rather than a British city which it's is designed... It's a city that never sleeps. It's that's not true, though, is it? It's, it's not true. Cities, c- cities aren't conscious, so they don't sleep or be awake. And therefore they never they sleep. They just build... It's, okay, fair enough, good point. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's designed around happiness and... 
you know what's healthier than a city? Oh, Lord. See, I thought you weren't going to film. Do you know what's healthier than a city? A standy. <laughs> oh, oh, pain. So if you only have walker beans rather than runner beans, you should at least grow Go to a standy. Stand coffee, Nick. A stand coffee. I feel I should let the listeners at home know that at that point I threw my cup of water at me. You threw a glass at me. <laughs> and splashed him in the face. And then you threw a glass of liquid at me. <laughs> you implied that I ejaculated upon you. Yes. Um, so anyway, you like Chicago because it's a nice city. Well, I agree and I enjoy it's got, it. Yeah, it's got such a lovely atmosphere. Not everywhere. Obviously, some bits are horrid. But yes. uh, if you go down to... Uh, Belmont or which is like kind of creepy fun interesting mm. or you go to Wicker Park and it's just really chilled out and relaxing fun coffee shops interesting bookshops just the just the and, and coffee shops that are designed to welcome you in rather than churn you out has Laura been there and she's yet? never even been to the United States of America she's never left Wolverhampton she's never left even though she didn't ever live in Wolverhampton, she's never left Wolverhampton. You can take Wolverhampton out of the girl, but you can never take the girl out of Wolverhampton. That's a fact. <laughs> Wolverhampton. That's yeah. my Wolverhampton impression. You know what I prefer? Is it Fox the Bacon <laughs> Cup? <laughs> human beings we are pathetic and soon we shall all be dead and this is true the only thing we'll have to remember us will be our voices on this podcast we shall be remembered forever do you find it odd that one day it's possible that your children or grandchildren will be listening to what we say oh god and will be dead see now I've never, really, I've never thought about that now you having a child must be more apparent to you it's very, you, very hypothetical to me. One day, Judith could listen to this. Yes, she could. You know, I, but the, I won't be... I won't here's be the thing, though. I don't imagine we have many teenage girl listeners to this podcast. I just don't think that's our... Demogra- our demographic. No. Um, so, and obviously we don't have any child... Hope, for goodness sake, we don't have any children listeners. We've got one 40-year-old and his sister, remember? Oh, just stop. Go listen to something about Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> So that's fun to do that when you're a youth worker and you know exactly what 14 year olds are like to patronise them by pretending they're children. Yeah. Um, I just don't think this is something a teenage girl wants to listen to. So then you. Then I think it is actually. You're quite sort of teenage girly in your general unthreatening poniness. Yeah, but you're not. No, I'm not, exactly. I'm like a pony corn adventure. I exacerbate. Yes, it's true. Mm. Whereas I'm like a lovely hug. <laughs> um, and then in your 20s to uncle so the first time she's ever going to even be vaguely interested in listening to this we'll be in her 20s 20s, 20s but you know, I would say probably close to 30s before she yeah. would actually be old enough to want to listen to dad doing yeah. this and then it would be with ironic disgust unless dad died tragically do you think she'd then listen to this wistfully or do you think she'd go oh thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness mummy killed daddy <laughs> that does seem the most likely way for you to go as you're giving it Think it'll be poisoning or battering. Oh, interesting. Victoria? Mm. I think poisoning. What do you reckon? Sort of... Something in my tea. Yeah, and I think she'd give your corpse a good kicking afterwards. (laughs) She'd give the corpse... Afterwards. At least allow my corpse a plural. No, I won't. And I think... I think she'd just give something for the... um, uh, I want to say coroner, but that's American. What's English for coroner? 
The Americans have the coroner's court. Britons have the coroner's court, rather. Do we? Okay, there you go. Oh, should give the coroner something to think about. Good. All these bruises are post-mortem, he would yes. say. Can you bruise post-mortem? The... I suppose you can. You yes. get these smudgy bits. Yeah, and as long as you, if she doesn't wait too long, all the blood sinks to the bottom of you, I don't think you bruise particularly well. I think you do it fresh. No, no. Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis? You know rigor mortis only lasts a few hours? Yes, and that's how they can tell. You can't, that's why you can't pick dead bodies up by one leg. No. It doesn't last very long. Oh, did you find that when you last up with the man in the basement before you left? I assume you did put him out of his misery finally before you left your home. Crap. Oh, or damn it, as you should say. I hope you didn't just leave him there. He'll, oh, he'll start smelling. And this is all good. I knew there was something. We were cleaning the kitchen, the conservatory. You cancelled the phone. Yeah, we made sure that the internet was off. Didn't kill the basement man. Didn't kill the man in the basement. Do you have, do you have a new basement dweller in your new place? Do you have no, there's no basement at all. We had uh, the wobbly floorboard in the dining room. I had lifted that to have a look down and he drops a foot. It really feels like it should have a basement in that house, though. Maybe it did once they filled it in with the place. They filled everything in. That place used to have, a, in the lounge and dining room downstairs, because I've got a dining room, because that's how middle class I am, um, used to have a fireplace in both of them. They've been bricked up and painted over. Smashed through. Oh, the, it's ridiculous. There's a beautiful wooden beam running over, because the lounge dining room is divided by a part, there's no door, it's just a big square hole. Apartheid. And apartheid, indeed. And there's a huge wooden beam running across it. It's been painted white so it didn't show up. So Laura's been stripping away the paint from that. Did she get permission to strip? Uh, no. So your landlord will now... We've got permission to decorate, so I your think... Your landlady, landlord, landlord, will now... Because the landlord of you will now keep your full deposit. Our landlord's last name is Lou. L-O-O. That's amusing. I'm just going to Lou. His <laughs> name's Lou. Lou. He's a really nice guy. He's, he's, I, like, yeah. I like when you meet a landlord. Yeah, right. And exactly. Sleep. Exactly. And you ask what he does for a living. What do you reckon he does for a living? He's a landlord. No, he's not. So what, what do you think he does for a living? Odd job fix-it man would be my guess. Mm. Turns out he's an academic. What is he academic? Uh, edu- uh, uh, education. Well, that's no good. Education it's turned out to be rubbish. Well, exactly. That's why he's doing it. To fix I thought, it. Well, that's pretty he, impressive. In odd jobs, he's fixing the education. Hang on a second. With this information... Oh, dear. I'm going to text messages. With this information, that my landlord's last name and his job, some crazy stalker could eventually find out where I live. They could. Where do you live? I'm doomed. Where do you live? <laughs> okay, I'm not actually going to give my address. Why not? Because it's a bit weird. Can I give you... There are people listening who would post things. Give your postcode. No, not your number. I am in BA2 now, I've gone down in the world. BA2. I was BA1, I've gone down to BA2. <laughs> That'll do. Okay. Um, well, my old postcode had JW in it, which was really helpful yeah. to remember, but I don't have that anymore. Can you remember your new postcode? I can, yes. How long did that take you? Instantly. So you instant remembering mm-hmm. postcodes. That's one thing the British do write postcodes. London doesn't, you've got them all in the reward. No, but at least, they're, they're, numbers are at least there are letters. postcodes that get you close to a place in America. Oh yeah, he has a number that'll get you probably to yes, quite straight than a thousand miles. Did you know there's apparently the numbers, I've got 90210, which is the famous zip code. They do have a there's dash. There's a dot or a dash, mm-hmm. and then there's additional, but nobody uses those. And they are, yes, exactly, so they're there for more specific. In fact, if you, you're post you're addressing something, it's good form to do that, just for the postie's sake. Mm, but they don't use it. It's very strange, isn't it? And most countries don't have proper postal codes, so the Brits got that right. Well done, well done, Britain. Are you proud that they... I'm going to shake Britain by the hand. Go on, then. It doesn't have a hand. What does it have? 
just it's a landmass. It's got a yeah, it does have a hand. If you think where Britain's hands is, that bit Cornwall was Britain's hands. <laughs> it? It's droops down. Like, I'm going to shake it's his foot. Yeah, shake Britain by the Wales is its hand. I'm going to shake it by Wales. Shake it by Wales. Uh huh. Have you watched the latest Torchwood? I haven't watched any Torchwood because I watched the first one and it was so bloody awful. Mm-hmm. I obviously didn't watch any more. Do you know what we do with Torchwood? We we start when you know because you when you're watching telly, you want somebody to go make the tea or coffee. Or mm-hmm. the, the first ridiculous mention of gayness. We yes, and go and make the tea. So <laughs> we, uh, we do actually. Do That's oh, the world's well, latest well, game. Because I put the kettle on, can make some tea, or we'll do it in the first gay. <laughs> and it's always worked. It's isn't never, it now an American? Isn't it now an American program? It's half American British, but they still have fatuous mentions of Welsh occasionally. But they are in America. Do they still say swears? I'm not sure. Interesting. But uh, maybe it's on a swear. But it's Russell, Russell Davies is still making it, isn't he? He and your press gang man as well. No, Moffat's not involved. He's not. He's not. Oh, no. He's only doing Doctor Who and Sherlock. But Sherlock. One of, not, not him, but somebody who wrote some of the Buffy episodes. Oh, Jane Simpson is working on it. Well possible. She is. I know this for a fact. So maybe you will watch it now. No. The she wrote the Feelings episodes of Buffy and Firefly. Mm-hmm. She wrote one really good Firefly, but she did write one Feelings episode of that as well. Feelings episode. Oh, she wrote a rubbish episode of Dollhouse as well. Not the, and saying that, I'm not obviously all Dollhouse don't. It's all you're awful. You she wrote an especially bad one. I, I, She's a good writer. She wrote great Battlestar Galactica, and she did write a good Firefly. But I think she did, did she write the Feelings episode. Although she Galactica. she wrote the, the uh, she wrote one of the final episodes of Battlestar that was in which there w- there wasn't a single scene in which someone didn't cry. Really? So she wrote some great Battlestar, but she wrote one hideous feelings episode. Hideous feelings? Yes. Ugh. Her Buffy episodes. When I used to watch Buffy with Greg. Have we ever talked about that? The... No. Have we never talked about that? Well, that's a good way to finish. Well, I used to watch... Because this is the, um, the, the story of the safety pillow. I think you mentioned it, but you may have only mentioned it to me while we were okay. So I used to watch... I used to buy Buffy and Angel on VHS tapes, which uh-huh. I've just had to throw in the bin because a charity shop refused them. Refused my entire collection of friends on video. I would have kept one or two videotapes just to show you grandchildren. I've got some. I've got some of my own recordings of old TV shows that aren't out on DVD. Uh, uh, so old sitcoms, ninety sitcoms uh, and stuff. Like what? Mad about you. The schmaltziest of all the sitcoms. Oh, you're such a girl. Helen Hunt and um, Dude from Aliens. In it. No. It's really good. Good. What, what is this good. new pronunciation? Good. I've read a good. Know. A good book. Maybe I've gotten Africani. No, no, it is a slight new pronunciation. Sloan said, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's such a good book. <laughs> I think oh. it's my, um, my Afrikaans coming out. No, it's not. Afrikaans I think that's what's happening. Good. Good. Is that better? No, it says good. It's Brian Radio no. 4. No, good. It's the Volons or whatever they're called on Babylon 5. Oh, yes. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, safety pillars. So we used to... Because they'd be out on VHS before they were shown on the BBC because after they'd be shown on Sky. But the BBC, for those American listeners, is the <laughs> British Broadcasting Corporation. They've never heard of it over yeah. there. Um, it's the channel that shows Are You Being Served? Mm, and Benny Hills. <laughs> so um, the BBC were he- editing them to crap. They were taking out so much of the episodes. Like, for instance, they, they, there's an episode in which Angel snapped the neck of uh, one of the teachers... And um, they cut that bit out and then never explained that she was dead. So British BBC viewers were very confused about why this one character had vanished. (laughs) 
Um, things like that. So I refused to watch it edited, and I think Sky were doing some snips. So I was getting the unedited image. So we'll go into Greg's house to watch it. Um, and we would watch it in his this spare room in his parents' house, because we were teenage. Yeah, we were 18 at the time, I think, 19. Um, and there was this big double bed in one of the rooms. We would sit on the double bed and watch on this TV. And eventually we would just kind of lie on our bellies on the double bed. And then one time it was cold, so Greg pulled the, the duvet over himself. And I was cold too, so I pulled the duvet over me too. One thing led to another, and you know, after and that's, monthly treatment... And that's how come I have a Greg baby. Greg, I don't know if Greg listens to this, he'll be so delighted that I'm telling the story. A gravy. He, at the, no. So at, he, um, of course, at this point, probably can feel that he's not being identified by this. Greg Bailey. Mm-hmm. Greg Bailey. As in Bailey's end. We describe him, I've never met him, but he's quite tall, isn't he? Very tall. So if you see a tall person, like a giant. Around, he's called Greg. He's called that, right. Go, hi, Greg. Are you Greg Bailey from off of the safety pillow? Yeah. Um, and so we, we're both under the duvet together, so we put a pillow down between us, a safety pillow, to prevent any you know, mishaps yeah. and so on. But it got to the point when every time we, around, every time we went around to watch, have an evening of watching Buffy and Angel, because we would alternate between them when it was time to do that, and we'd watch about four or five episodes in a go. Um, and we would get, we'd just go around his house, walk into this room, and just casually get into bed together to watch it. And it never was a thing until the day his mum walked in. I was and then suddenly say, we realised we were dead about, together. I was about to say what would happen. And then his yes. mum didn't seem to believe our protest that we were just watching Buffy. Yeah, you're a very special friend. Yes, that's right. I'm sad we've never shared a bed together. I'm sorry, Nick. You're always just so rough. You just go to the back alley. That's right. And have your way with me. There's been no Buffy or pillows or anything. I like to think of it as buffing. No. I like to think of you as one big pillow. <laughs> Full I'm of your feathers. I'm your little safety pillow. Well. Your big fat wobbly safety pillow. How's it going? How's it going? Yes, you said you were doing going on a special eating syndrome. Yeah. Before I'm your a, weddings. I weigh a few less, few fewer pounds than I did a couple of weeks less ago. Less poundage. Less pound. Good. Does that make you feel happier? Yeah, no, because I'm really fat at the moment. It makes me feel rubbish. I'm really well, I'll, sort, I'll just sort you out afterwards. I mean, it's very easy, you know, John. There are very simple rules, and you will just get thin. Okay. Can you hear the rules? Yes, please tell me the rules. We've got 42 and a half minutes. Rule number one. One. Cut out all sugar. All sugar. All sugar. Just cut out sugar. If it says sugar in what the packet, about only sugar, cut it out. What Ooh. about cereal? If it's got sugar, don't have it. But it's so boring. Can I just have a banana in it? Oh, and you're about to hear my second rule. Okay. Rule number two. Yeah. If it is a carbohydrate and either is white or could be white, don't eat it. So... White flour or even brown flour or whatever, don't eat it. Hang on a second. Could... So if it could be white, so brown rice, I'm not allowed brown rice? Don't even have brown rice. This is if you want to be thin. No, but all, all diets say rice and pasta are pretty much, pretty much fine. Third rule. Yeah. I'm not allowed rice, pasta, or pastry of third, any kind. Third rule. Okay, no fruit? Is this the next one? No, you can have fruit. Oh, okay. You can have as much fruit and veg as you want. Thanks. Just not potatoes, because it can be white. <laughs> That's not fair, potatoes are fine. Oh, I can have sweet potatoes, they're not white. Yes, you can have sweet potatoes. Third rule. Yeah. If it's a liquid, it may not contain any calories. So, but a, a large Coca-Cola, a large black Starbucks coffee has four calories. Can I have that? I'll allow it. Thank you. If you follow those rules, okay. Just those. That's it. That's it. Just the three. Just follow those rules. So no for, fun, no happiness, follow those and rules. no entertainment. Follow those rules for a month. Right. You'll lose a stone. A stone. Mm-hmm. And what about the next month? 
you lose half a stone at that next month. And the next month, quarter of a stone? No, you lose half a stone again. Okay. Do it. But yeah. I want... I did it, but I wonder if I picked up... I d- but I have a problem with no rice. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> what if I'm having curry? You just have to eat the curry without the rice, won't you? But that's boring. And you have none bread. Where's my... Basically, st- they're all... They're You've taken the staples you away. Know why, if you want to know why, it's not quite... You, you're Dr. Atkins, aren't no, you? No, it's not quite... So Atkins. I can I eat, eat no, the most fatty not, meat as I want. Yeah, I can't have any yeah, bread. You're Dr. Atkins. No, because I'm allowing you to have as many fruits and veggies as you want, and Dr. Atkins thinks those are evil. So I'm not... I'm well, he pretty much had a problem with potatoes. Potatoes are white. So you can't have... You're them. such a racist. Exactly, I hate whites. You so, do. No, but they're all... Why don't you just do, go back to a, South Africa where you belong? So if you want to know why this works, do you want to know why this works? Because of the sadness, cry yes. off the energy? It's because basically... Energy, calories. No, well, no, why... why well, I guess calories are energy. No, I'm no, happy no, with cry off the no, energy. No, I'll tell you why. Carry on. It's because it regulates... You produce a lot less insulin because what produces insulin is mainly, car- mainly starchy carbohydrates and, if you pr- and, wh- and insulin tells your body to store fat. So that's why. But... I don't, That's it. But the but the but the pasta and rice are the basis of so many meals. What are you supposed to have as a meal? I don't get it. Well, it's time to imagine not having. Imagine a world in which there weren't pasta and rice, where you had to have lots of veg. And Starving Ethiopians are really thin, and they've got rice. Imagine a world in which you had with your chicken instead of having a big bowl of rice you had to have lots and lots of spinach and veg and a salad and so on ooh imagine that terrible world it sounds awful let's just slit your slit your throat right I down. want to be a starving child in Ethiopia I can have my I've given you the rules food. I've given you the rules stick to them all done. apparently this is quite good as well what's that a four minute workout which will basically four make minute a... workout yeah that doesn't sound very realistic do you know what it is is it? It's named, I can't remember the name, it's made of some Japanese um, researcher who found out that it worked. I can't remember what it's called though, but some people will tell us <laughs> okay. that the rules are very simple. They are. Yeah, they're very, very simple rules. Uh huh. 20, sec- 20 seconds, or it can be any activity you want. So it can be, it can be cycling on a recumbent bike, it can be sprinting, Watching it, can TV. Be on a, it can be a rowing machine. You know, 20 seconds of doing something at the most intense where you can so you can run as fast as you can for 20 seconds that's as far as I can run as well <laughs> yeah but then rest then rest for 20 seconds 20 seconds and then repeat this 8 times that's it that so, doesn't sound I mean it's obviously going to be good cardiovascular do as much as you can do until you're breathless for 20 seconds then rest for 20 seconds repeat 8 times that's it for your exercise for the day that doesn't sound you like do that 3 times a week I don't believe that can work because obviously you need to do more prolonged exercise than that to have any success. That's apparent A, that will... You're going to improve your CMV but you're not going to do anything for, no, for fat it, it removal. it pushes you, just that pushes you into um, anaerobic. It doesn't seem like, but it's not sustained. It doesn't seem like your body's going to need to convert much fat because it's going to go, oh, it's done. John, try yes. it. Yes. Apparently, it seems apparently too easy. I've watched people online do this and they film themselves do it. They, it's not easy. It sounds, right, it's okay. one of those things that sounds even better, but by the end of it, people are all kind of flopped on the floor. Dead. Oh, well, I imagine I would be. After because it does, 20 apparently, seconds, that apparently, it, it pushes you into anabolic state very quickly. Because effectively, okay. you are forcing yourself to your limit at, in 20 seconds, but if the and then secret, repeat eight times. if the secret got out, all the gyms in Britain would close. Probably would. Yeah, it would be a tragedy. No, I mean, and apparently the same with weight-bearing exercise, you can do the same thing. It's a well-known thing, an interval tra- it basically just compresses what's known as interval training to its bare minimum. 
And interval training is known when you push yourself, you push yourself to the borders of anaerobic. So by, the, by your fourth or fifth repetition of this, you're basically there. You've pretty much used up everything you can. And so the sixth, seventh, and eighth, you're in anaerobic. Can it six, I thought it was six repetitions. Eight, eight times three is? 260. And that's how many minutes? Uh, six. Four minutes. <laughs> um... So, Maybe eight, I'm just saying eight. It might be six, though, I can't remember. It's between six or eight repetitions, it depends. So, you'll start with, but it should be around four minutes is, in total, is all you need. Okay, so I'm, I'm thinking in that case, to run a marathon, you'd have to do three miles every 20 seconds with rests. But you wouldn't run a marathon. I was just suggesting it's not best for sustained no. fitness, that's what I'm saying. No. It's not good. It's very good. It can't be good for fitness. You couldn't, you couldn't run a marathon off the back of that, could you? Some people would suggest. And I disagree with them. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with these Paleolithic people that running a marathon is not the healthiest thing to do. I, well, listen, no, it's running a marathon is, is disastrous for your yeah. body. But I find a combination of things. I would do some sustain. People call it, you know, um, chronic cardio, where you just run and run and run. I think they're idiots because I think the sustained medium to long distance running, not in a kind of killing yourself way, but in a kind of just I can do this without ever being breathless. I can keep in my aerobic zone for an hour and a half. Is good, right? But push, but you do occasionally need to do some sprinting, push yourself into an anaerobic state. Now it can't just be that you're on the exercise bike and you put it on the most, you know, yeah. you know beep, 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 yeah. so you can barely push it, and then you push that as hard as you can for 20 seconds, and then give 10 seconds of just gentle lolloping, and then 20 seconds of barely being able to push it, and then gentle lolloping. Is it 10 or 20 seconds rest? You changed it to 10. 10. seconds rest. It was 20 yes. earlier. 20 seconds activity. 10 you seconds. said 20 earlier. It's got a lot harder 10, now. 10, 20, 10. That's enough now. That's it. I want everybody who listens to this podcast to try that out for three times a week and tell us whether you're fitter. That's true. The next time we'll be recording together will be in a couple of weeks. That'll be it. Pre-wedding recording. Pre-wedding jitters. (laughs) That's what we should call it, the pre-wedding jitters episode. Yeah. And then I'm off on my honeymoon. I shan't be recording during that, so we will will be having a little break. Well, you need to tell us whether the landing was successful. (laughs) We're not you going to tell us whether you needed to use the reverse thrusters or not. <laughs> whether you were able to come to a stop. Hey! Hmm. That'll do now. Bye. Bye-bye.